Hello listeners, this is the Lumpkin County Middle School Business Podcast. Hi, I'm Zeta. I'm Anna. I'm Nicole. And I'm Paisley. Our first question is, how long does it take to form a business timeline? Well, to form a business timeline, um, generally the first thing is coming up with the idea, right? Um, What is it that you want to do? What's the need that you want to try to meet? Um, It took us... Well, um, just from our experience, we basically um, had a family member, um, an extended family member, who um, was in a similar type business, and we had talked to him over a family vacation one year, and uh, that sort of planted the seed for the business that, uh, that we wanted to get into, and that was about 10 years ago. Um, and then uh, from the point where we had the conversation with him until we actually started our business was probably around six months and over that time it was basically just a lot of conversation um, internally um, in our house about uh, you know kind of what we wanted to do how we wanted it to look and how we were gonna how we were gonna put the business together so so that's how we sort of developed the idea and then from the time that uh, you basically push the button to say go um, to start the business you know it's really how much time do you have to work on it and uh, you know it can take anywhere from I don't know, a couple of weeks to several months, depending on how, how concentrated you are on, or how focused you are on, you know, putting everything together that you have to put in place, so. I've read that if you need a location and can find one that doesn't need too much renovation, you can start your business within six months. Yeah, I mean, if, uh, if you can find a space that, um, um, that fits exactly what you need, um, you could easily get started within six months. Um, I'll give you an example. We, um, um, our, our sort of the tra- trajectory of our business has been um, we started the current version of our business um, in our home about two years ago, and we, we grew it to the point where about I don't know, seven or eight months ago, we started saying, hey, we really need some space. We need more space than we have at our at our house. We were actually doing some fulfillment projects at our kitchen that, uh, you know, isn't the most um, efficient way to do what we were doing. And we said, look, we really need a building. We need a building with a loading dock. We need a building with some warehouse space, that kind of thing. Well, Lumpkin County doesn't have many buildings like that. Um, and it took us probably seven or eight months to find the building, negotiate, to purchase the building, that sort of thing. Um, and we just closed on that building at the end of at the end of January, and uh, have been in it about a month or so. And uh, it's, I mean, it's going to be a great um, situation for us going forward. Why should businesses make business timelines? Does it help you develop and understand your business strategy? And enables investors to see the potential in your company. Uh, yes, to, to all of that. Um, really, a business plan, a business timeline is going to give you. Um, it's going to give you goals that you're going to want to try to hit. You'll know how you're performing against those goals. Um, it'll point toward the things that that uh, you're doing well, and maybe the areas that where you aren't doing so well, and kind of gives you um, visibility into, um, you know, the things that you really need to be concentrating on versus those things that you don't need to be concentrating on necessarily. So, so yeah, a business plan's a big deal um, as far as, you know, kind of giving you that north star to point toward and, uh, and knowing what you're, you know, knowing what you're really trying to achieve, so. Who in your company makes the business timeline? Um, well, 
our company, we're a family-owned business, and uh, my wife and I um, are basically co-owners of the business. Um, I started the business, um, and uh, she has become much more involved in it over just the last several months. But all the decisions in our business are made um, by the two of us. Um, she has a really, really good sense of, um, as I was mentioning earlier, how to concentrate on those things that, uh, that are the most important. Um, and so she's really good at holding me accountable to those things. And, uh, and, but we make all those decisions together. Are, you, are the taxes for a business expensive? Um, well, it depends on what, yes. <laughs> the, the, easy, the short answer to that is yes. It's, it's expensive to run a business. Um, when, you look at, when you look at everything that goes into just the day-to-day -day operations, when you have employees, you're playing in, when you have employees, you're paying employment taxes um, on, on those folks. You've got property taxes on the building. Um, and then just all of the other things that go into uh, go into running a business, it's it's very expensive. When people look at, particularly when people look at the things that we sell, um, there's an there's always I, I laugh because there's always a group of folks out there that think that they shouldn't that, that think that they know what our product should cost, but they don't necessarily think about all the things that have to go into the back end of producing that product. Um, and and that drive the cost of those products up. So, so yes, it's it's fairly expensive to run a business or to own a business. What is the ideal startup for a company or business? What do you mean? What's the ideal startup? What uh, like how long do you think it should take to plan out the business and everything? Well, I, I'd say that that's probably based on the complexity of what you're doing. Um, if your business is, uh, let's say, it's um, uh, regulated uh, or you know there there's lots of government uh, oversight of a business that kind of thing it's going to take much longer um, a business like ours literally could be started in, in a matter of a few weeks um, you know a lot of it depends on other people too because you're lining up things like insurance you're lining up space you're lining up you know if you have to renovate that space as she mentioned earlier um, there are a lot of considerations, a lot of things that you can't do necessarily just on your own and you're waiting on other people to do things for you and a lot of that depends on how busy are they, how quickly do they get back to you, that kind of thing. So, so yeah, I mean it could be done, um, setting up the structure of a business could be done in, the after, in an afternoon online, uh, but, uh, but getting everything else in place so that you can open the doors of your business, that could take, that could take some time based on how quickly other people get back with you. What are some of your company's biggest milestones? Um, well, I'd say that uh, making the decision to restart our business. So, just to give you a, just a brief um, timeline for our, for our sort of the business that we're in currently. So, we we run a promotional marketing business, and we started our first business in 2010. We were doing that sort of as a side hustle. Um, while I worked a full-time job, my wife was uh, a stay-at-home mom, and uh, uh, we grew that over the course of a couple of years, decided we would go do that full-time. Um, worked it full-time in 2012, and by the end of 2012, we had, we had developed a relationship with another business that wanted to buy us. So we sold it, and I went to work for that company, ran the business sort of for them for several years. Um, in 2018, we decided we wanted to get back out on our own again. So we relaunched the business that we currently have, Striker Marketing, and uh, 
basically, as I mentioned earlier, we've run that as sort of a home-based business for a couple of years. So I'd say that the, the first sort of milestone was making the decision to start in 2010, then in 2000, early 2013, selling the business um, the first time, 2018, deciding to go back out on our own and restarting or relaunching our, our current uh, promotional marketing business. And then probably the biggest milestone that we've had to this point um, would be buying our building and moving into this new space that we just moved into about a month ago. Those, are, those have been sort of the big milestones. Do a lot of companies make business timelines? Um, I would say most of the good ones do. Um, you know, it's, you've got to be very intentional in what you're doing. Um, if you're not, you know, just random things will happen. Um, if you're intentional and you have a, you have a really bright North Star, um, then you've got something to be shooting for and uh, that will be, um, you know, that will guide your decision making. So I think that, uh, you know, a timeline, a business plan, that sort of thing, those are, those are important parts of, uh, you know, of being a good business. What kind of permits and license does it take to start up a business? Um, well, you've got to uh, you've got to decide what kind of structure you want. Um, you've got to decide whether or not you're going to become a, a C corp, if you're going to become an LLC, if you're going to operate as a partnership, that sort of thing, a sole proprietorship. Um, so once you decide that, then you go to the the state of Georgia. You organize your business um, under the Secretary of State's office. Um, then you start looking at. Um, you know, are you going to be a, a reseller of something? Are you going to have to get a sales tax number? Um, are you going to, uh, you know, moving into a space like we just did, you've got to have a certificate of occupancy um, from the county or from the city, um, depending on where your business is located. I mean, there are just all sorts of different things. We're, we're going through the process right now. The building that we're in was uh, current, previously had another tenant in it obviously and the building still has their signs on the outside of it so we're going through the process right now of replacing those signs to indicate that it's our building now but we have to get a permit from the city in order to change the signs so they're just things like that that uh, that you have to kind of go through and, and you know the hurdles that you have to overcome in order to in order to run your business okay. how often do you update your business timeline um, you know, I'd say that uh, we haven't updated ours since we made the decision to relaunch, which is a couple of years ago. Um, it's probably about time for us to take a look at it, particularly with the investment that we've made in, into buying the building and some of the things that have occurred um, over just the last several months. It would probably be a good idea for us to take a look at it in the next, next several months. But it's always... Um, for us anyway, it's always been sort of at the end of every year, we sit down and look at, okay, how did we do this year? Take a look at our financials. We take a look at, you know, sort of our goals as a family, um, that sort of thing, and try to reevaluate those, um, or reevaluate re where we are based on the goals that we have. So um, I'd say that, uh, you know, on a yearly basis is probably about right, but, uh, or about right for us. But um, yeah, it's, it's probably about time for us to take a look at it. How do you fit everything in a timeline if you have a big company? How do you fit everything in a timeline? Well, I mean, I, no one really has a crystal ball and can look into the future and see what, um, 
and see what the future is going to hold. I mean, I think that you try to you try to be thoughtful when you put your business plan together, and you try to um, anticipate as much as you can. Um, but I don't think there's any way you can possibly um, possibly anticipate everything that's going to come at you. You just try to do the best job you can in terms of when you're looking at what you want to do when you start your business, um, try to look as far into the future as you, as you can, uh, but I don't think there's any way you can put everything on there. What are some of the legal procedures you go through? Legal procedures? Um, you know, starting your business, um, some folks will engage an attorney to uh, to set up the formation of their, of their company and to handle the um, the creation of the company through the Secretary of State's office, that sort of thing. I've, I've always um, enjoyed sort of the legal part of, of business. Um, when I've worked for other people, I've been um, sort of the legal liaison for some of the businesses that I've worked for. Um, so I kind of enjoy doing some of those things on my own. Um, really, you know, the legal part of it in my opinion, um, in the business that we're in anyway, the legal part of it is something that if something bad happens, you have to deal with it. Um, but from a, from a formation standpoint and, uh, you know, any other, any other reason that I would need to hire an attorney, um, I typically try to do those things on my own. But for us, it would be the, first, the first thing that we would have done with an attorney would have been formation if we had needed to. The second big thing for us was the purchase of the building and the land that we that we now own. Um, we had to have attorneys involved in, in uh, basically creating those documents. So, how long do you brainstorm before you make your timeline? Oh gosh, um, you know, for us, we uh, we probably we probably looked at at the business for about six months before we decided to jump into it the very first time um, and a lot of that was for us trying to decide one was it a business that we wanted to learn and two was it um, was it something that we wanted to spend our time on so I think it I think that's going to vary for for everybody as far as you know you may be struck with inspiration at some point and say oh wow this is this is a huge need and I think I can figure out a way to, to um, handle this need um, but yeah, it's, that's going to be different for everybody. For us, it took us about six months to figure out the, figure out the business uh, plan. What are the biggest obstacles to getting a project done for your company? Um, the biggest obstacles for getting a project done would probably be uh, just time management. Um, for us right now, um, we're, we're so grateful that we have... Uh, just an unbelievable interest in what we're doing here locally and then also I'd say I don't know if you call it regionally but around North Metro Atlanta we've we've developed some really um, really great relationships and and we've been really blessed in terms of folks wanting us to work with them on on different projects so for us it's been managing the um, managing the time that it will take to do all those projects and getting back with people and in a timely manner and um, you know, just figuring out kind of what's the best thing for us to be working on at any given time. So, so that's uh, because we have limited we have limited um, human resources. I mean, we're a small business. Um, we have a couple of employees other than um, my wife and me, and um, it's uh, 
yeah, so we have to figure out the best use of everyone's time um, in the business right now, and that's sort of our biggest challenge. If a project doesn't succeed, what are the implications? Wow. Um, if a project doesn't succeed, uh, the implications are the business could go down. Um, it's um, We've always been very conservative in terms of the way we manage our resources and that sort of thing. We're not huge spenders. Um, we're certainly not frivolous spenders on, on things. Um, but, yeah, if you, if you bite off a project and it doesn't go well, there's always... Um, there's always the the um, implication that it could cost you the business, um, depending on the size of the project and the amount of resources that you have to put into it to get it off the ground, that sort of thing. We'd like to thank Mr. Graham Edwards for coming today, coming in today and being a part of our podcast. Also, thanks for listening. Have a wonderful day, everyone. Mm-hmm.